Hello, Loveland. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is your Loveland Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Gina Dubell-Smith, EXP Realty, and Stone Pillar Farms. It sure is good to be back. We took a little bit of a break over the holidays, and we were looking at maybe expanding or making some changes here, and then we decided that this is the way we want to go. We just want to keep it simple, stick with Loveland and the surrounding neighborhoods, and keep the ball rolling. So welcome back, everybody, and happy 2024. You may or may not remember, but on our last episode of the Loveland Weekly Podcast, we talked to a local defense attorney about how legalized recreational marijuana could affect you if you have a confrontation with a police officer should you be pulled over. If you haven't listened yet, please check that episode out. Well, today we're keeping kind of with the same theme, and but we're going to look at it from different perspectives. First, we will hear my conversation with Loveland Police Chief Michael Gabrielson. And then, we will hear from Ashley Vogel, the owner of the revitalized local dive bar, the Remington Tavern. We find out more of what we've learned so far on this journey, that the waters are murky, navigating things from many different aspects is pretty tough right now when it comes to recreational marijuana legalization. I hope you learned something. I'm sure you will. And I hope you enjoy. Today is Monday, January 8th, 2024. And even though I know he's probably not listening, happy birthday, Dad. So it's it's not uncommon for the General Assembly to modify laws, to change laws. Obviously, when new laws come in, they're new laws for us. So we're constantly getting you know updates and having to train our officers on those updates. Uh, what I can tell you specific to the new law is that you know we will enforce uh, actions that are prohibited by the law based on specific facts, and that's generally you know people often look to us for a kind of a blanket answer about, well, is this legal or is this, you know, not? And we really can't give that without case specifics because that's what it comes down to for us. So the biggest thing that I can, you know, recommendation I can give to citizens and our officers will get the training. We will get the training out to our officers. Um, But for citizens is one, they need to be aware of the law. And then specifically with this one, it's more what's important is what the law prohibits. Uh, it's not just a bl- it's not just a blanket, you know. Everything is legal. Uh, there are some some. Uh, it does prohibit, you know, certain actions, and that's what everybody needs to be aware of. And, and when it comes down to impaired driving, uh, how do you think in, in somebody on with marijuana use? How do you see this changing things for your officers out there on the road with that? So overall. I, I don't see a real significant change. Uh, you know, our officers will will base their actions on the factual basis, you know, giving them reasonable suspicion for what an individual is doing at that time. Uh, if they're under the influence of adult use cannabis or a prohibited concentration of marijuana, it's again, it's going to go back to what I mentioned before. It's it's case specific. And we still have to develop that reasonable suspicion for us to carry on. So it's going to be based on the, the actions. If it's the, if they are operating a motor vehicle, it's going to be the, you know, the the violations or the driving that we see. 
It'll be the interaction with the individual. Um, and then again, until we can develop that reasonable suspicion to get to that point where we are going to do an investigation for impaired driving. What, what are some, um, some issues that you see, you know, that you might be concerned about with the, the new uh, legalization? I think the first one, and when I talk to a lot of other, you know, chiefs and executives from other agencies, uh, defense attorneys and prosecutors is the overly vague language that uh, is currently in the law. Uh, that's going to require some type of correction by the General Assembly. And I, I've heard and I'm pleased to know that they're already uh, started that revision process. So right now, uh, we're already waiting for a, an update to what is a new law, what just went into effect. We're already waiting for that first update. The second thing would be, as, as you mentioned, is you know impaired drivers. Um, I, I think that's going to have a bigger impact than what people believe. Um, there have been several studies, and you know the internet, you can get on it and look up a number of studies by different agencies, different governmental agencies. But... The ballpark um, in states that have legalized recreational marijuana, motor vehicle crashes increased between four and six percent. Uh, in Ohio, uh, across the board in Ohio, they we average about three hundred thousand crashes a year across the state. So you're looking at twelve to eighteen thousand more crashes a year uh, as a result of recreational wow. marijuana. Is what that's what we're anticipating. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Anything, um, anything you want to add to, well, just to wrap it up uh, again, I would just encourage everyone, you know, we can't, the, the, they can't look to law enforcement. We cannot give legal advice. Um, you know, and, and ignorance of the law is, is no excuse. So it is very important for anyone that is going to choose to use uh, recreational cannabis that they, uh, read the law that they understand what they can and cannot do. Hey, Loveland, it's Emily Barblow, your local publisher of Loveland Lifestyle Magazine. Just wanted to um, remind you guys that we love covering all of the people, happenings, and things going on in our amazing town of Loveland, Ohio. So make sure to grab your latest copy. We always drop a bunch off in downtown Loveland and surrounding areas. Or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Everything from events to mini press releases, um, articles. I mean, we have so much happening here. It's We love covering all of the things happening. Um, so make sure if you're not already following us on social media, you are. And um, stay tuned for more awesome info from Loveland Lifestyle. And now, here's my conversation with Ashley from the Remington Tavern. Yeah, so so it's very, I mean, it's, it's a fluid situation. And um, we have not been given much direction at all. So everything that we, and that's unfortunate, I'm hoping that changes. But what we've done is kind of done our own homework just to figure out, you know, what's okay with the liquor board. And I mean, come to find out nothing has really changed. So even though, you know, marijuana is legal now, it's the same story for us having a liquor license. There's no marijuana use, you know, on the premise or at the bar or on the property. 
That's interesting. So I did not realize that. So if you own a liquor license, then automatically marijuana is not allowed on the premises? Uh, yes. So in, in how I found that out, um, we had an attorney navigate our liquor license when we did the transfer. And I just kind of being new to it, I just asked him, hey, you know, obviously some some things are just obvious, but I'm going to ask some dumb questions. And that was one of the questions I asked is, what what it you know, from a, you know, marijuana standpoint, it's so popular or at least open these days. What's the story? And he pretty much that's how I found that out is, hey, yeah, it's it's illegal because you have a liquor license, um, you know, and, and the, the law hadn't passed then. But he said maybe that changes, but I find it highly doubtful. So um, we've just played it since day one with our employees as, hey, no marijuana, um, you know, keep an eye on it. We're not there all day, every day. And uh, just don't allow people, including vape pens. I mean, um, it's tough, Mike. It's uh, it's like you see people sitting at the bar with vape pens, and we pretty much tell everyone, hey, even if that's nicotine, we prefer you go outside because the guy next to you may not like it. If it's marijuana, you can't even go outside. You know, do do it on your own time in your own place. Um, and quite honestly, that doesn't mean I'm totally against it. I mean, I voted to legalize it. Um, but I don't make those rules. So we just want to play by the rules and the laws and, and, uh, keep ourselves safe as, as well as everyone in the bar. Hey, yeah, you got, you got a liquor license to abide to. That's the, that's your bread and butter. You can't, you can't mess with that. And, 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 and we talked before we started recording, um, you've, you've owned, uh, Remington Tavern for two years now. Uh, I think you've done, like I said to you before, you've done great things. It's more welcoming. I recommend everybody listening to, if you haven't been there, uh, to definitely go check it out. Uh, can you tell us a little bit, just, uh, what changes have you made there? And, uh, if you guys, I know you guys do like a bingo night and stuff. What can you tell people, uh, about, uh, what you guys have done there? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, in terms of uh, aesthetics, I mean, we've done, you know, there are a few more things we want to do. We don't want to kill the, the, the neighborhood bar vibe by any means, but, um, you know, we've changed all the seating tables, chairs, we've put in an outdoor patio out back, TV out back, new ceilings in the front. Um, so from, from that standpoint, just made it look a little better, but again, didn't, didn't necessarily kill the vibe and it's, you know, it's still your, uh, you know, I it's still your neighborhood dive bar kind of feel. It's it's old school. It's nice. Um, and then yeah, in terms of you know, we try to have music occasionally. Um, we're going to get better at that now that we have the outdoor patio. So we'll be promoting that on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else. Uh, Thursday nights we have bottle cap bingo. That's pretty much a constant seven to nine. Um, got a really good crowd coming in for that. It's it's almost a cult following. They're. Uh, a lot of really good people that enjoy coming in, playing it, and doesn't take up their whole night. Gets them out of the house, and they're there from say six thirty to nine thirty or something, and uh, you know, back home and back at it in the morning. If you have any events that you would like me to mention or show ideas for the podcast, please reach out at Mike at WeeklyPods.com. We have something truly special here in Lovell. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. With the support of On Brand Studios, this episode was recorded, produced, and engineered by myself, Mike Meldon, here at the Grail, a magical place here in Lovely, like no other.